If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Money Vikings Podcast, where we conquer financial freedom. Join Greg, Jerry, and Bob as they discuss everything investing and personal finance. The Money Vikings Podcast is hosted by three dads who are doing what they can each day to burn down debt and build wealth. Learn the path to true wealth. Their podcast and website, moneyvikings.com, is a treasure trove of ideas. So without further ado, here they are, the Money Vikings. A morning star quadrant. Mark ETF blowout, a single shot from J&J, and a Warren Buffett love letter to our birthday boy. Welcome to the Money Vikings podcast number 30, everybody. Hey, guys. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right? Uh, right? So we got a lot messaging. to cover today. Oh, so much we got messaging. A, we got a lot to cover today. But the first thing is happy birthday to my little brother Thank who you. was born on this day. Uh, I remember the day uh, actually very well. I actually do remember the day. Do the, I do. I'm, I'm being serious. All right. Bro. Okay. You're sounding, the, you're sounding the, like mom right now. It was a day. No, the grand day. Well, and it could be any weather. I don't remember it like mom does, but I do remember <laughs> it as a little brother. But I remember the grandparents picked me up from kindergarten, yeah. uh, I think a little early. And they, were, and they told me in the car there was a prize at home. And I remember holding you for the very first time. And I was a little worried about, I remember being so stiff because I was worried I would like, break I was like, I don't know how to hold a baby. Yeah, I don't like, even know what, what do this I do thing this? is. Yeah. It's like a GI Joe. Is, is that what I do with this? <laughs> Rip its head <laughs> off. Bang it in something. Uh, nice. Happy birthday, Bob. Thanks, happy bro. birthday, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. So you, you, you probably didn't realize this, but Warren Buffett uh, wrote you a birthday letter. Dude, I heard about this. Saturday. I was, I was, I'm excited. I'm, I heard about this. I'm, yeah, I'm so it, it did happen. So, okay, no. So the, so everybody knows the annual uh, shareholder letter came out on Saturday. Yeah. And for those that don't know, um, you should know. It's a classic uh, Buffett move to read the shareholders letter uh, every year. So if you're a BRKB uh, or a BRKA. Hey, you're right. <laughs> uh, be an A or B. A holder. Um, then, uh, you know, you're definitely going to want to read this letter. I find it incredibly, uh, hopeful and insightful. I always like listening to him. Um, you know, I'm kind of, a. I, I, you guys, you know, we're, we're all our, our investing personalities are always like an amalgamum of things. I mean, unless you're just one, one thing and you're just like, I'm gold all the time, you know, and there's people like that. <laughs> right. Um, but if you, if you're not like that, then you're like most of us, you're kind of a combination of things. So, you know, I consider myself partly a value investor. Um, uh, you know, other things as well. You guys know, I play around different things like you do. Um, but I definitely, you know, have think that value has, has a strong place. So he made it clear. He's like, Hey, can't wait to get back together with everybody in person in 2022 
and he holds this like really fun convention and he's got like the he's got like the popsicles and the dairy queen and the peanut brittle and the geico people are there and everybody's like all his businesses are like in a convention hall and they're all like eating like junk food and like laughing at how rich they are they're like ah, you know <laughs> but a couple of interesting things so you know i'm always big into into buffett quotes but I just think it makes anybody a better investor, even if they don't fully agree with him on all matters. But one thing's very interesting, you know, he, he made it clear that he makes no attempt to forecast the market. He says, my efforts are 100% devoted to finding undervalued securities. Yep. Pretty cool. Pretty cool yeah. idea. I mean, just, you know, finding quality at a discount. That's all he's focusing on. He's not... Um, you know, he's not spending a lot of time like thinking, oh, wow, you know, next week, the Dow and the S&P are going to crash. And then the week after that, it's going to. And I think most novice investors would probably not realize that about him. Right. They would think, oh, he's the greatest investor of all time. He must have a crystal ball and he must be sitting in front of his crystal ball all day, like figuring out where right. things are going. Right. Snake, uh, snake <laughs> but he's not. Yeah. The letter, like the reason I say it was classic Buffett, he always he always says this and I really like it. He says, don't bet against America. You know, mm -hmm. he's like, if you're invested in great American companies, you know, like an S&P, a spy, S&P 500, great American companies, he's like, you know, we say this on the show, even though you, the, the three of us like get into like technical stuff and we do options trading and we do alternative investments, you know, we also do a lot of bread and butter investing in America. And he just says, you're not going to go wrong doing that it's just it's gonna it's gonna pay off you know and i believe that actually to my core yeah. as well um so that's kind of cool um one thing he highlighted they're gonna he, you know if, if you are a brk investor you're like this he they're gonna buy back he said we're gonna buy back more brk shares it just you know that was that was just something that struck me in the letter um but i i know i do know that that typically drives the value of each share up is what i've come to understand mm -hmm. Um, so again, if you're an existing and actually m most of us, I mean, you, you always do a good job of talking about this, Jerry, but most of us are in some way, if you have a 401k and it has a S and P 500 index fund, then you are a BRKB investor. Yes. I mean, because it's, it's typically right. It's typically part of every bread and butter, uh, uh, mutual fund that invests in the U S yeah. in abroad. Right. I mean, typically you see BRKB on the list, you know, it'll be like Microsoft, Amazon, Apple, Berkshire. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have a lot. I'm looking for my, uh, my X-ray of, uh, how much I have, but I don't own it directly, but I do have it in a lot of the different funds that I own. And I'm happy about that. Yeah, that is great. I think owning it directly is pretty cool because I see, I actually view it itself as a kind of mutual fund or ETF. Mm -hmm. Um, right. That's, that's specifically focused on value. Um, but it's, it's just, it's such an interesting collection of great businesses, uh, run obviously by a top notch team. So anyway, you know, now I'm sending like a Berkshire fanboy, but I don't know. I, it's the investment's been good to me over the years and it's been good to, you know, millions and millions of people. So he's, been, he's, um, a, he's a smart player. I mean, it's not, it's not like he's not educated, right? I mean, he's he, the, yeah. I mean, he's not only that, he's also like a big kid. That's the other thing I got out of the letter <laughs> because he basically talks about how everybody loves sees candy and he's like, don't mess with our candy. <laughs> and then he, and then he talks a lot about how much he loves trains. And so I, the first thing I thought was like, I was like, the guy likes trains and candy. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Um, they don't operate the businesses they own, support, and help great businesses become even greater. We all knew that. Um, this was interesting. You guys will find this very interesting because we talk a lot about uh, our asset allocation. And part of our show today is the Morningstar Quadrant. Mm -hmm. And so you'll appreciate this, Jerry. Um, but he does not see a strong future in debt investing. And, you know, I, I've, talked in, I've spoken favorably in the past about a balanced portfolio with some bond exposure and he, uh, he, you know, I don't know, in a way he was kind of trashing bonds. He's, he has traditionally liked airline and banking yeah. stocks. And I think he did, he definitely got out of airlines quite a bit when this all hit. And then, um, he might've gotten out of that some of the like banking sector or something. He just, yeah. huge, you know, people don't realize how, you know, I think one thing people will find surprising is, you know, he's obviously like grandpa, you know, investor man. Right. But like he, they surprisingly, they, if you watch, if you're a BRK, uh, if you're a Berkshire follower, like he, they make moves, they don't sit on their hands. I mean, like, like, I mean, he was very quick. Like, for example, when the pandemic hit, like they unloaded their airline yeah. stock, they're like, yeah. we're out, you know, they, they don't, um, I don't know. They, they, if they, if they don't see a future for something, they tend to unload it and load up on new yeah. stuff. So um, but anyway, just a, a cautionary point from him on bonds. Um, take it for what it is. Yeah. Well, the, the <laughs> 10 year has, uh, has gone up. The yield on the 10 year has gone up a lot past, uh, 1.5% this week, very fast, a lot faster than people expected. So when yields go up, bonds go down. And so it seems to happen a lot though, in the beginning of the year and people fear bonds are not going to work out. And right now they're not doing very well, although they did kind of turn around on, Friday last week, but it's something to keep an eye on because that 10 year and also the 30 year, they have the yields on those bonds have a large impact on the rest of the market. And it's right. complicated. And I don't claim to understand how all these macro mm -hmm. macroeconomic factors play out, but there's a point where, uh, it could impact the market if, if, uh, if it keeps going up and up and up, and then it has yeah. to do with Powell and changing, you know, lowering rates mm -hmm. and all that stuff too complex right. for me, but, uh, it's just something to be well, aware of and keep an eye on. You're in good company. Cause he's not, <laughs> yeah, he's not a fan at the moment. So I don't know. I'm, I'm um, not either, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just <laughs> white knuckling it through right now. I remember when, uh, when Buffett sold, uh, Delta airlines, I white knuckled it through that last year and now Delta's almost back to my cost basis. So I'm, Oh, look at yeah. you. Good job holding holding through the uh, roller yeah. coaster. And, wow. I, and I looked at my journals from, from a few years back. It was like, bonds look like mm. they're not doing so well. Maybe you should you know, get rid of some of your bonds. And finding myself thinking the same thing again right now, and bonds didn't completely implode. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I mean, that's that's the power. I mean, diversify and, and arm yourself with knowledge, yes. right? I mean, that's all we can yeah. do. Um, he says, I, I really like this, you know, I'll do a, I'm going to do a patriotic moment here, but you know, he says a lot of great things are happening all over America and not just in coastal cities. And he goes a lot into that. And that's a really cool message. And he had a quote here. He said today, many people forge similar miracles, the miracle of the United States, uh, creating a spread of prosperity that benefits all of humanity. In its brief 232 years of existence, there has been no incubator for unleashing human potential like America. Despite some severe interruptions, our country's economic progress has been breathtaking. And I just think that's like really yeah. cool um, 
to be part of that. So we are we are very lucky. I, I, that kind of sums it up, guys. I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to uh, bore people with too much C's candy talk. The C's candy is really good. It sums up. Um, it sums but up. Uh, <laughs> he really likes the uh, peanut brittle. I, re- I read the letter too, and it's like, <laughs> he, really he has really that in like parentheses. Really. Make sure you try the peanut brittle. That's so good. <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 just a big kid with peanut brittle on a train. Yes. And he, and dairy <laughs> with, with Dairy and, Queen, and and the train the train is packed with billions of dollars, oh, just like flying so out. Good. So we always got to do a little crypto moment. Coinbase IPO, read about yep. that. Um, so I don't know. I'm not sure. Nah. Not not sure how I feel about it. Are you guys kind of yeah. like whatever? Um. Yeah, yeah. I'm sort of the same. I mean. I heard on CNBC they were doing one of those "Would you rather" uh, Bitcoin, like buying Bitcoin or buying the Coinbase IPO, and most of them were "I'd rather just own Bitcoin directly instead of the Coinbase IPO." But and mm-hmm. and it was really interesting too, kind of the whole idea that you've got this IPO on a regulated uh, exchange for a currency that is not regulated. Just kind of, oh, yeah. I just thought that yeah. was kind of kind of interesting, yeah. Yeah, but I, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, for I Bitcoin say, so- softening up. Yeah, a I was going to say real quick. Is like, that. I, I just feel, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, because you can you can buy these, you can buy Bitcoin, right? I, I don't know what Coinbase is really the. In my opinion, I don't fully the value add where it's like they have that value. I don't know. I, I, it's just. I'm not, it, I'm not too excited. Yeah, it seems from from my perspective, it seems like they're kind of one of the first movers in the space that really got a lot of people purchasing Bitcoin when right. it was not as easy as it is now. You just go into Robinhood and buy it, but you couldn't do that before. You had to go to Coinbase. And I also heard that uh, Elon Musk used it to, or Tesla used it to buy their shares, which I thought was kind of interesting. You know, and, and some good news this week with Johnson & Johnson, yeah. right? The single uh, shot. So that's going to be hopefully a game changer and get us out of this thing, right? Yeah, right after the market <laughs> closed, I guess there was, uh, I started getting alerts that the uh, it was approved for emergency use. And then later during the weekend, I got another alert that it's, is it approved now for, for everybody? Is that is that correct? Or? I, I think okay. so. Yeah. So. So is so. it going to spike up on Monday morning? Any you know, predictions? I, I never Any know. Predictions? I, ne- I, I never know. This is, the, this I, is yeah. thing. So <laughs> Moderna, they started um, when the variant, the variant strains were coming out. Moderna, all they would really need to do is possibly just slightly tweak the the formula, I guess, to make it more impactful. But they necessarily feel like that is a necessary step they have to take. So. I don't know. I mean, we'll see what's going to happen with them. Um, I know there's been a lot of talk around how there's not a lot of faith in the single vaccination approach, um, saying that the body needs an appropriate amount of the antibodies developed, and they don't think that the single vaccine will do that because if in order for it to produce that amount of, of antibody, the body will have in a way, kind of a more extreme reaction to the, the vaccine and what people are dealing with now. So it's, we'll see. Hmm. Um, yeah. Let's hope, man. Gotta get, gotta get out of this. So. Mm-hmm.